Now, welcome to Chef's Meal. My name is Casey. My name is Sean, and we are two chefs just talking about our lives, one finished plate at a time. Now, we talk about whatever and ever and everything else in between. Sean, round two. Round two, fight. Uh, we're talking about some um, some food-related yeah. stuff, uh, some yeah. catch-up from the weeks prior about food. Um, I do have a video coming for uh the rice method because i've I've actually gotten a couple of feedback and i think i've said uh two to one ratio but they didn't really understand what that means so okay really quickly two to one ratio means two cups of water to one cup of rice however when you want to do more cups of rice so let's say you want to do two cups of rice you are only putting three cups of water Okay, so it doesn't scale one to one. It doesn't scale one to one. So that that's what I want to correct. It scales one more cup per whatever cup it is that you're doing with rice. Okay, don't do the full um, uh, scale of two to one because that will just turn to mush. Don't do mm. it. So four cups of rice, five cups of water, etc. Three cups of rice, four cups of water. Just know there's always one cup of water more to whatever rice that you're putting. Okay, that's important. Okay. Don't do the full, if it's four cups of water, you're going to do eight cups of, uh, or four cups of rice, eight cups of water. Don't do that. That's what you call porridge. Do not. Mm, that's something you have rice softies for mm. breakfast. The only one that that corrects into is risotto. So that's the full yes. two to one ratio, or sometimes even three to one ratio. It just depends on what kind of grain of rice that you're doing. But at the restaurant, we don't really look at that. We just kind of keep on throwing liquids in it until it's fully cooked but that's yeah, a different a story yesterday mm-hmm. yeah that's a different you know segment all together but sean let's get into it uh nothing too crazy i have a couple of things into okay. the food related news so i i briefly all showed right. this to you uh coca-cola has a vanilla float flavor in japan mm-hmm. and we really really want to try it i bring this up because japan is weird the asian community they i don't know what the hell is happening. Um, I'm curious how that is distinct from vanilla Coke. The vanilla one, right? Yeah. Here already. So let's check it out. As every Coca-Cola super fan knows, the company releases different and totally unique flavors around the world. Among others, there's a green tea Coke, raspberry Coke, and Coke Black. I Coke this combined with coffee. So this it, this particularly more in Japan. Uh, recently, mm-hmm. Coke released a flavor that is going to make you want to hop on a flight to the country ASAP. Now, Sean brings up a, a pretty cool little comparison because we do have vanilla cloak here in the States. Would this tie more into like the vanilla ice cream flavor ish? I was wondering, like, is, is there more fat? In Maybe. There? Maybe there's cream like, in it. Little, I have no idea. But if, you, if you're looking at the I mean, syrup inside, though, it's nothing. So I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right, Coca-Cola company, we see you. <laughs> I think you can buy it at eBay for $14. So if you really want to try bucks. it, I, I mean, guess. should I should I buy one just to try I it? I feel like you should just get some briars. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <buy your own. laughs> 
<laughs> Shout out to Brian. I feel like if, if you're if you're making your way through um through Asia or specifically <laughs> in Japan, get one from a vending machine, but oh, do not spend fourteen dollars for sixteen ounces of Coke vanilla. Like I feel like there's there's a balance where you won't be satisfied. Mm. Like it's either going to be compromised by shipping or it's going to taste like vanilla Coke, and you're going to be very very mad. <laughs> <laughs> you bring up a good point, Briars. Okay, mm-hmm. Sean, Briars, Turkey Hill, Friendlies, yeah. uh-huh. or uh, Ben and Jerry's. Uh, the if you were to consume is, uh, one type or one brand of ice cream for the rest of your life, because those are the main the, hitters, pretty much. Those are the four big ones in your stores the, right now. Which one would you choose? The answer is Bluebell. Oh, you Shout go with the Bluebell. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um, if I'm choosing from those, I'm probably going to go Briars or Haagen-Dazs. Haagen-Dazs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like... Haagen-Dazs if I'm feeling fancy. <laughs> every, every time I see V eating from like a Haagen-Dazs um, pint, because um, she's the ice cream eater in the house, I'm like, baby, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> I always we did bring it. Ben we did and Jerry's. It. We did it. We did it. Mm-hmm. Where where we have a big Ben and Jerry's catalog, only mm-hmm. because Hagen does also. Uh, they do the dairy free stuff. I can't consume too much. I will start right. crapping in a matter of minutes. Okay, so it needs to be dairy free. Uh, Kaylin can do it. It's not a big deal. But uh, sometimes I still do the dairy stuff, but I need to be at the house or close to somewhere that has a sure. restroom. Because it's just diarrhea. Right through Is that TMI? It's okay, Sean. Look, man. I, I, I get it. Uh, TGI <laughs> I, I Fridays has a it. watermelon steak that is seasoned just like the real thing. Okay, I just want to say this real quick. I love... Wait, wait. You can't skip the caption underneath that it says, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. <laughs> Shout out to DMX. <laughs> Don't forget that. Um, there's this whole shenanigan that's happening with vegans trying to make like real meat stuff um, happen in vegetable form or fruit form. I totally get it, but can we just can we can we stop? Like it's not gonna taste like a damn steak. I promise you. Okay, you will always have the watermelon taste no matter what. You can get close to it, but can we just? I, I want a petition to stop it. What, what do you feel, Sean? <laughs> I think it's interesting that TGI Fridays is on this wave. That's mm. that's what I'll say. Like, I, I I assume if you're going to TGI Fridays and you are going for the watermelon steak, um, it's because everyone else in your party decided that that was going to be the best place to get drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen dollars, uh, also for this menu item. That is for a piece of watermelon, crazy. Sean. A piece of watermelon. That's for crazy, seven. I get it. Also, you're at TGI Fridays and yeah. not getting like nachos or sliders or bottomless, boneless winglets or you know, like uh, yeah. you're know. you're paying for. I don't know, kind of deviating from what they sell, but I guess I guess it's cool. It's a, it's a really popular pricey. item though to make into um, meat substance watermelon to kind of go ahead and inject the whole bunch into it. But like I said, uh, for me, pass. How about that? I pass. 
I pass. Yeah, I'll, you know what? We'll we'll roll it out mm-hmm. for a family picnic. Uh, slice some watermelon, throw it on the grill. <laughs> See how that goes over. Uh, coffee mate, if you are a uh, a coffee drinker like myself and Sean, because you know we drink coffee all the time, <laughs> all the time. We do not actually. I'm never not drinking coffee. <laughs> I'm drinking it right now. Yeah, I drink a lot of tea. Sean drinks a lot. Of tea. We don't we don't drink coffee. Um, there's a point in my life where I did drink a lot of coffee, but now it's uh, I I get too hyper, um, and some other things that I don't want to talk about. But coffee mate, cinnamon toast crunch, and funfetti. Coffee creamers are finally here, so they they've ta- they've turned the household finally. giant. <laughs> finally is the key word. Here. Finally, yes, we can now get a coffee creamer that can taste like cinnamon toast crunch, which I'm down for. Uh, funfetti, like the ice cream, um, but like, can't you just add cinnamon into I, the? I think creamer. The the wonderful people at Coffee Meat. Um, I think they're tapping into something that is becoming readily more apparent to me, which is that, I don't know, our generation is kind of stuck in this pseudo-adolescence. Like, it's like, it doesn't, like, because you're absolutely right, right? Like, you mm. could have creamer and add cinnamon to it and probably get close to whatever that is. Mm. But I think the fact that they have to sell Coffee Meat with, kids breakfast cereal on it just kind of talks about like who we are millennials just in general right like they're just like we have to sell them sugary snacks because that's the only thing that they trust because the other one is fun fetty fun fetty like like that that one is even further away from what i would assume like i don't think anyone (laughs) it's like walking the streets of milan in search for like the perfect cappuccino and it's just like <laughs> it's funfetti flavored by the way can i have some funfetti <laughs> like sprinkle <laughs> a little of that on my co- like that's never happened it's never happened oh, but the fact goodness. that they know that like they have to sell that to us and our generation i think is very indicative of um where where we are in terms of maturity and um Look at that. It's literally, it's a coffee cup with sprinkles next to it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, we always want to be What is the flavor of Sean? sprinkles? What's the flavor if sprinkles are just sugar? I think it's more for aesthetic purposes. I don't think you're going to no, put I know, actual but that's what. But I know, look, I get it. But I'm just saying like, realistically, right? It's just sugar. So it is. It's, it's just, just sugar. They can't even. Uh, they can't even show like <laughs> the fact that they can't even show you. Like I want to see bits of like, like actual cake in it. <laughs> okay, Can you maybe imagine? not cake. It's like but chunky. like show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got a question for you right now because um, I was thinking about this the other day. The real funfetti talk. What is the worst word? That you can think of. What's the worst adjective you could think of to describe a food? Adjective? Yeah. Like, okay. think of, like, the link, the language uh, of love. Like, you might use warm or velvety to describe, like, a texture or something. But what's the worst word? I think I came up with it. Okay. It's, it's to me, it irks me every time I hear it. Unless you're describing cake. Moist. Okay. It, okay. It, there's something to it where your lips hit. And the tea kind of smacks it down. Um, for me, it, it irks me. I, it's almost like somebody whispering into your ear, like, "Hey, this is so moist. How you like me now?" I have, 
<laughs> I have one. I see. I was on the same wave. I, look, this is why you're my brother because I thought the same thing. But I, I thought the next level, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it to you. <laughs> Damp. <laughs> this is a, that okay. might be the worst, the worst <laughs> way to describe a food ever. Like if. If I said to you, all right. Damp. This is damp. Damp. Right. So, like, I was like, look, uh, the best I got for you is a moist bowl of Cheerios. You would be like, okay. Okay. But if I offered you a damp bowl of Cheerios, and it's it's close. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because to me, damp is like, it was moist, but the visible moisture is gone. (laughs) Damn feels like it got jaundice along the way. You know what it's I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. It's just, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's disgusting. Like, my daughter, she'll, like, eat her puffs or her Cheerios, and every once in a while, she'll hand, she'll, she'll half eat it, and she'll hand me one to share. And they're always And it's damp. damp. Yes. Okay. I, I finally get it. I get it. Mm. I get it. It's like, um, it's overtly moist to the point where it's just ugh. yeah, but yeah, but at least but the moisture yet. you could identify. You could identify the moisture because you're just like <laughs> that was in milk, that was in water, it was in funfetti coffee mate. Oh but my if it God. was damp, <laughs> okay, her damp. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, now I can't. Now I can't. It's just it's over. <laughs> and that, and that was the most shoe shoe news, guys. <laughs> You know, I'm just, I'm just going to play the other segment because now the dampness I'm, I'm sorry. is yeah, going into yeah. my brain. Sean. It's, it's never good. <laughs> Show us that Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. Show us that Tuesday. Now, going into Sean's Tech Tuesday. Tuesday into the big... It's it's Tuesday. Um, If you're listening to our prior episodes, uh, just know that we are um, up a few episodes. Uh, So the the food news will come out Thursdays. So this is a new thing. Uh, We're we're doing two half-hour splits um, just so you can get your fix uh, with us uh, twice a week. And we have a couple of new things in the works. Rashana, we'll play video games together and then we'll see how that kind of correlates to our food. But really quickly, in the world at SEC, we just kind of want to go over some of the CES things that happen here at 2020. Right. And a couple of things. Sean, let me bring it up into the main screen and let me yeah, let me play it. you some news here at the CES. Now, if you haven't already, CES is the biggest thing every year that happened uh, in tech. Always happens in January pretty much. That way people yep. can look forward to what is launching that year. Now, there's a couple of things that kind of just right out of the bat. Okay. There's this thing with Impossible Meat. I'm all yes. for it. Have you mm-hmm. tasted the, the Dunkin' Donuts Impossible Burg- Impossible Sausage? I have not. I haven't tried any Impossible food. I was actually um, thinking about it on the way home. I was like, man, I should get an Impossible Whopper. So I pulled mm-hmm. into the drive-thru and asked for one. The guy's like, we don't have one. So I was like, gotta go. <laughs> it's not Peace. bad. It's not bad. That's what, I heard. Can, um, That's what I heard. It's like half tofu-ish. And like a whole bunch okay. of stuff. But like the sausage, the, at least in Dunkin' Donuts, the one I've tried, um, it has a lot more... Um, uh, what the hell is that spice? The Italian spice that 
Everybody fennel. kind of puts in fennel. Thank you. Uh, okay. A little bit more fennel tasting. Okay. Into it, and almost licorice. Almost as if they put like um, not licorice. Um. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank here. Sean, the the fennelly vegetable. Uh. Yeah, that's that's it. Because I mean, I usually they do like fennel seed for sausage, but yeah, the, fennel itself. The, the, the vegetable, the green, the green looking bulb, <laughs> onion looking thing. I can't think of it right now. Oh my god. But anyway, wow. Sure, it's not okay. Yeah, is it? Is it? Looks, is it fennel? Yeah, yeah, fennel. Yeah, it looks like a bulb. No, no. What is the spice that I'm talking? That, that am I? Am I? Am I drunk right now? Hold on. <laughs> this segment brought to you I'm just, by I'm just making sure. Hold on, let me just. I mean, I'm on the fucking thing right now. Let me look it up. Am I? Am I? You know, am I bugging out? It's fe- okay, it is. Yeah, that's oh it. My yeah, God. yeah, that's fine. Okay, I just gotta make sure that I'm still. I'm having still the early morning feels. Have a nice cup of <laughs> coffee, mate. Funfetti. Funfetti. <laughs> Sponsor of the show. Funfetti. Hey, that's what's up. Uh, Impossible pork is now mm-hmm. rolling out, Sean. Yeah, I, I feel really strongly about this as a pork you lover. Should. You know what? Pork I didn't enthusiast. Realize. Yeah, like pork is like the number one consumed protein on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think about it. Like, and I, I, apparently that's due to like pork consumption throughout Asia. But, but like, makes, yes. So it but pork makes is sense so that, like, these, pork's are like bunnies. Be on it, they really are. Porks and bunnies are the same. It, it should be in the same. Likeness. I don't know if you knew this, Sean. Uh, pork is just as horny as a bunny is, and they like to <laughs> they like to do it a lot. Okay, and they uh, for everyone listening, uh, they make this noise too. Hands in a <laughs> noise that might be construed as <laughs> two animals getting it on. I don't know. That's how it sounds like. Sean. Fun just, Fetty, everybody. This episode two, is brought to you by Fun Fetty. Two big one-ton animals banging into each other. That's how it sounds like. <laughs> so if this was an ASMR channel, you can hear it. <laughs> wow. Oh, I, wow. Safe search off. Okay, you know what it is? Because I've been off for three weeks. I'm so rested. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's not even funny. Not even funny. Uh, but anyway, Possible Pork um, okay. came out into the show floor. At CS 2020, yeah. for some reason. It's mm-hmm. a one-year thing. Because food is tech. Food is tech. Food is tech. Okay. Um, but however, I do want to get into a couple of things. Sony electric cars. Sean, I know we, we've spoken about this. How do you feel about big brands, but like game developers, tech brands, besides Elon Musk with a Tesla, actually launching vehicles? Um, I'm, I'm kind of for it. Because, um, look, like, I mean, it's not incredibly apparent but you know technology companies shape the way that we drive cars right now mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of like um silicon on a chip implementations for um driving assistance uh parking aids um camera tech uh braking technology um mm-hmm. hybrid batteries so that stuff is all there and i think even though Sony kind of showed off this concept car, I don't think they actually have any plans to like build cars. But I think one thing that is probably going to come out of this is they can start to make standards based around car components. Yeah. You know, like uh, one thing that's great about car technology now is like there are 
standards. Like if you wanted an aftermarket radio, there's like one, there's two sizes. It's like a DIN 1 and a DIN 2. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much been the same for like 30 years. So as um, these companies know that like um, computing and uh, wireless technology is going to pretty much power the way that we move around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good that you have like tech companies like Sony and um, Tesla and Apple and Google and Samsung, you know, kind of trying to lay out the standards that will will be going forward. Yeah. No, I, I'm you all know? for it because, uh, as I said, like, um, and you mentioned the tech that revolves into the car and how it can detect how to kind of drive. Uh, the better it is, the better, it's, uh, the more safe it is for the human that's driving the yeah. car. Sure. Uh, like just in just in succession, my car doesn't have all the sensors that my brother. Right. So a little backstory: I have a Subaru. Okay, it's a yep. twenty. It's a two thousand and ten model. Okay. Okay. My brother has the two thousand and seventeen Subaru. I think WRX has cars. Room. At at one point, and I, and I've driven his car. He was like, "Check this out." I I was like, "What the hell am I checking out?" He let go of the gas pedal. As yeah. we're kind of going towards the stoplight in front of a car, and I'm like, uh, he's like, no, no, no check it out. I, I have my, my foot on to the brake. It literally, it's soft it's brake form. Stop. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, crap. What yeah. is it? He's like, yeah, man. That's, that's like how the sensors work. And like the mirrors also will do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to veer off a yeah, little and bit. Yeah, correct. Auto correct it. Yeah. I was like, wow. And that's like the level one autonomous stuff that's out there now on again. Mm. And this is like not on like your super duper fancy Tesla, right? That we think as like tech connected and forward thinking. But this is the stuff that like, you know, is a is going to be standard on cars of the future. Again, mm. like, you know, we happen to be doing a, a little bit of car shopping ourselves right now. And um, one of the cars we looked at, again, had all that like sensory you know Mm. um safety equipment and again this is what i was talking about like with they're becoming standards like you want sony and samsung and um companies of the like to be on the ground floor of these decisions so they're not trying to keep up with automakers they're kind of Mm -hmm. leading leading the force and saying hey like hey we've got these integrated circuits we've got these production fabrications like we can build the tech that you can rely on to make sure that like people are safe in these vehicles that you'll be driving or might be driving themselves. Yeah. And um, you know, that they keep kind of keep up with entertainment trends. Cause I think for a lot of people, like, you know, their car is where they spend a lot of entertainment time. You don't think yeah. about it, but you know, quite a bit, again, especially you want... if you drive a lot like Sean does, he, he puts a lot of yeah. hours going do, to man. and fro. Yeah. Like a quarter okay. of your day is in your car. Pretty much easily, you know, yeah. I got like a three hour commute um, yeah. back and forth or, you know, one and a half hours each way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, when I'm looking at a car and, you know, the cars we're looking at right now, it's like the integration of technology is like super duper important to me. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like it might not even necessarily be for today, but for the years to come and standards are key. Yeah. Standards yeah. are key. So that is the Sony car. I think they call it a Vision S is the name yeah. of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's on production yet, but they did yeah, roll no. this out. There, yeah, it's, it's really cool. So I think they, they borrowed the 
the the drivetrain from another company mm-hmm. again and it kind of looks like a few different cars to me yeah it kind of yeah. looks like a ford fusion uh you know with a tesla a front karma tesla front tesla back but i mean look sony is proven that they um can kind of keep up with industrial design mm-hmm. and look if that car was the 2024 toyota camry would you blink at it? Like you probably would, you not. Might. Yeah, you'd probably be like, yeah, it's yeah, a Yeah, you would just go, okay, right. It you know, from the yeah. Like it looks like a car. Yeah, look, that panoramic uh sunroof is looking pretty wow. dope. Wow. That shout is out nice. to that. But um That's what's yeah. shout out shout out to Sony. Shout Can't wait to, to see Sony. that car in a uh, Gran Turismo uh seven. <laughs> Cause you know it's go- it's going to be. That's it's gonna, gonna be. be it's definitely yeah. Be. And that's you know what's funny, I didn't really think about it, but yeah, it um bring wrap this around the video games in gran turismo 5 and 6 sony um sony makes a game they went out to all sorts of different manufacturers and told them to come up with like concept cars mm-hmm. so nike had like a car you know um, yeah. oh, and sure. they were all called the vision series so wow all right that kind of maybe, wraps it all back maybe around. it ties into air yeah yeah but check this look out at look, that, at that, look at that dashboard it's like a 30 to 1 like it's just screens. It's literally just like screens. Yes, yeah. right. The only thing I'm, that's kind of scary to me, at least as of right now, is that the camera system for the mirrors, like the mirrors, are two monitors. I know. I don't. So like that. in theory, there might be a little bit of lag. Might be. You'll never know though. A but little. Like... I mean, I know it's a, it's not. This is a um, not a production car, but mm-hmm. I would personally prefer that my mirrors still just be mirrors and not mm-hmm. cameras however you see these ones in the side sean yeah like the ones on the side that's actual view literally if you're the car right here on your on your left or your right is straight view this way that way you don't so for your for your blind spots for your blind literally that's, for yeah. your blind spot alone so that's, that's what that cool. is uh you obviously still have to use the mirrors but it'll yeah. give you full full 180 view on your surrounding yeah. which is pretty dope that's one of the, yeah one of the features that was on one of the cars we were looking at like it was like some global mounted camera system mm-hmm. just for that yep screens at the back of uh for the back which is right ridiculous. but does it have car seat anchors sony mm-hmm. that's what i need <laughs> <laughs> it's cool you got 38 screens in there but can i put a baby seat in there yeah, yeah yeah that's what i need to know no, I really do. Now, uh, bringing it right into full circle, uh, OnePlus really quickly uh, paired mm-hmm. up with McLaren to release their own little phone. Uh, I, I mentioned it because OnePlus is a really big Chinese company that's producing high-ass quality phones at such a discount that it's taking the nation by storm. It's finally integrated here in the U.S. two years ago, uh, and it's just it's, it's performing the hell out of everything. And it, I think it's going to make a run for... Google and uh, and Apple's money really quickly soon. Nice. This will become nice. an even bigger household name because they're just innovating like crazy, and it's under five six hundred bucks. Literally, that's, that's the phone. Like, man, where everybody else is like a grand, twelve hundred. Even like I think the the Samsung, the Samsung phone is like what fourteen hundred, yeah, right or some shit like that. Yo, that's something like that. It's kind of cool that like these um Chinese tech companies. OnePlus, TCL, like they're really making a push to kind of bring the cost of high quality Android phones mm-hmm. down. Again, hopefully that pulls the top end of the market down with it. 
You really should because I don't. I don't want to spend no fucking eighteen hundred. Maybe they're phone. trying to get ahead of these Trump tariffs. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Now, bring just, it into full circle, Sean. I do want to talk about a recipe really oh, quickly here, uh, specifically go. for Thursday. We call it the. Uh, should we call it Throwback Thursday just because we Throwback can. Thursdays. Or yeah. uh, whatever Thursday you want to. Actually, you know what? Let's bring it up to chat. Uh, if you guys have a cool name for the Thursday series where we talk about recipes, let us know. Email us How below. Um, let damn our, Thursday recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Sad Thursdays. But this is a recipe sure. for our beloved muscles. And garlic. Sean, you want to tell them briefly how this looks and how it kind of, how it how it tastes, how it smells? Well, I wish I had a video. I don't think I yeah, do. Yeah, man. Well, I, I'm going to say, uh, uh, unfortunately, I can't eat this. <laughs> but I can tell you how it's supposed to look and smell. Because <laughs> it's muscles. Yeah, I got that, see, you know, that um shellfish, shellfish allergy. Um but uh, yes, when the recipe is done well, you should have a a piping hot um, uh, bowl or, or pot of mussels steaming in uh, white wine and garlic infused broth, you know, with uh, little flecks of red pepper to kind of, you know, uh, uh, tickle, tickle your senses, tickle. you know, with every with every bite. <laughs> You know, a little parsley for for a little uh, effervescent, like uh, fresh flavor. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and then probably some crunchy bread. You know, to kind of like dip in the. Oh, I forgot about the bread now, isn't it? To, to toast. It. Let's just put yeah. toast. Uh, so really quickly, as we kind of talk about it, let's go through some specifics. Sean, um, mm-hmm. this is what we call mussels and garlic at a restaurant, right? That's um, it. Yeah. And the kind of recipe, if you want to jot this down, I'll have it in the show description under the links. And it's really easy to do. It's time consuming if you're cleaning your own muscles because you have sure. to rip off the little beard that we call it. Um, but you can get them already clean. So you don't have <coughs> yeah, to. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you don't have to clean it yourself. But for for assholes like me, I like to clean it because I, I like to see um, that it's actually still alive and all that. However, okay. a pound and a half of muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that should cost you roughly eight to ten dollars. About that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like last time I went to the market, it was about like. It's 10, about that, right? 10, uh, 10 garlic. Yep. People already have it in their pantry. Hopefully, yeah. Not too crazy. Fresh Shallots are fairly mm-hmm. cheap. I think they're, uh, I think two dollars per like five pieces or something like that. So just yeah. just have it in your pantry. It's good to have. It keeps well in the fridge. Not a big deal. Uh, a quarter, uh, half a cup of white wine. Um, mm-hmm. Get something that you like to drink. But something that's not expensive enough so it doesn't hurt when you pour out half a cup of that wine into the pan when you deglaze. Uh, two tablespoons of unsalted butter. We mm-hmm. are extremely biased with the Cabo brand. They are so good. If I if I yeah, really wanted to have really one great. sponsor, Cabo, please. I love you. Um if, if I could if I could just explain how unctuous and how delicious this butter is. I yeah, think they really like good. massage their cows as they're they like do. milking it. You know what I'm they saying? Slowly feed them from fat. Like, like, like the Wagyu cows. It's like mm. fat as hell, fluffing the hell. They're brushing it. And they're like, You're so good. You're the best cow today. <laughs> oh, yes, man. you are. I, I really love cow butter, butter man. Uh, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm like fucking talking about butter. Um, two sprigs of parsley. When I say sprigs, mm-hmm. just two little. 
stocks of it. You don't have to get a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, sure. You can. It's only a dollar. That's how much it is. The ca- I think the cattle butter is what's going to hold you back more. So sure. if you buy like the whole pound, I think it's like $8 for that whole pound. Because it's, it's that good. Trust me. It's really, Just really it. good. Two tablespoons of canola oil. We always cook with canola oil because we don't want to color um, the sure. dish by and using... And also like, I was going to say, don't use olive oil because it's mm-hmm. like you, you got to get this pot kind of hot, hot. And hot. yeah, like olive oil will burn will burn a too second. quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, your your kuchimans, the salt, pepper, and red pepper flakes. Uh, people usually have that into their pantry. So, if I were to explain this, Sean, and uh, see if, see if I can still do it properly, right? I think if you I'm got it. it. I think you got it. I think I got it. So let's All blow right. it up into the main screen so you can see um, the actual recipe. And here's how I'm gonna do it. Right, I'm gonna get my pan into the saute unit, turn it on, get that going. Okay. I'm going to get my two tablespoons of oil, put it into the pan, let that okay. go. Now, behind me should be where everything is already prepped because we're in a restaurant. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about a restaurant. I'm going to get my plate from the top of the line, put it onto my my work area. So everything is okay. Okay. I am then going to get ready my pan. We should take about 40 seconds or so. I'm going to take it from behind me. I'm going to swing it in front of me. I am then going to add... Had I'm then gonna add the shallots, the garlic, uh, the salt, pepper, and the red pepper flakes, all in okay. sequence. Okay, I am then gonna turn around, put that back into the flame. While I'm still facing this way where my plate is, I am then going into the bins where we have uh, all our prep stuff. I'm gonna get a, a pound and a half of mussels and okay. two tablespoons of butter. All in sequence. And I'm going to put that into the container. Now we have little containers that we have there at the restaurant. So it's a uh, portion controlled, right? I'm going to put okay. the mussels on there, the butter on top of it. Completely fine. We're going to cook it. Don't get freaked out. As I turn around, the the, uh, the accoutrement should be already browning. And it, it's going okay. to go quick. This is like a quick dish. Yeah. This is, yeah. You got less it, than It's like quick. It's like you have to do seconds. this like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 10 seconds too long and it's burnt. So sure. it, this is how you start you're over. If you start, burnt your... <laughs> Start yeah, over. seriously. Seriously, you're gonna start garlic over. or shallots. Just start over. Clean yeah. your pot. Start over. Mm-hmm. Start over. Now I'm gonna take the the little container with the mussels and the butter. I'm gonna dump it all into the pan that's already blipping. I okay. am then gonna. I'm then gonna flip it, or should I say, move it around the pan by doing the saute motion. Okay. Just like this. How long? I can show you how to do it. How long? All right. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you this. All right, so once you have your you have your garlic, you have your shallots, your oil mm-hmm. in the pan, right? Mm-hmm. Now you've incorporated your mussels. Mm-hmm. How long are you leaving your mussels in the pan with the butter before you have decided to flip it once? So I'm going to leave it 20 seconds. Literally, it's, okay. All right. it's like this. 20 All seconds right. in, you're flipping it. Now, obviously, the whole point of the butter is to dissipate, but... It can't dissipate because we haven't deglazed. So the last part, you're going to put your half a cup of white wine. You're going to get all the stuff on the bottom that's kind of browning already up into the surface. Mix that all together and then take the uh, the butter that's usually sitting on top. Dip it into the white wine so it kind of dissipates. Now, the last key to this, uh, you're going to turn your heat from high to medium high. You're going to take another pan, cap it. This is restaurant, Excuse right? Me. We're not we're not talking yeah. in the house. You're gonna cap it within the pan. Let that it's it, it literally cooks in two to three minutes. Two minutes, check it. Take your pan back out. See if all the morsels have opened. 
a little bit. If they haven't, keep on cooking it. Another minute. And it just has to be another minute. If it doesn't open, you throw that out. That's the important part. Meaning it's a dive. But if yeah. all of them have opened or slightly opened, that's it. That is okay. It will fully cook by the time it goes to the table. Now, I'm going to shut off my pan. Looking for there's the a color. Muscles? Yeah, there's a color to the muscles. Uh, slightly, slightly brown. But what you're more looking into is the juice that he has rendered out. Uh, okay. You want to make sure that it's not fully clear, but it's a slightly creamy because of the butter and it's slightly reduced because of the cook time. So two to three minutes maximum. I'm then going to turn around with the pan. Hopefully there's nobody behind me. You stay behind, right? So you don't right, burn right. anybody like like my burn on my arm. Is okay, it still there? To... I think it's still there. I think you can't yeah, see a little, it. A little bit. But it's there. Um, you turn around. You put all of that into the plate that's already prepared for you. From the middle, I, I wish I could show you. You get, you tip the the middle of the of the pan into the middle of the plate, and you just let all of it go down. You build the height, so it gives a little dramatic effect. And then you're gonna take your parsley, and you're gonna garnish on top, and a little crostini on top of it into the window. And then you yell for runners as you as you hit right. the little ringer bell. You have a bell at your restaurant? No, nah, we don't need that bell. Why not? Because we don't need it. Why are you giving me that facial? I'm going to buy you a fucking bill. <laughs> we don't need it. We don't need it. it just, like, there's... We have a different system. So, no tickets. We have, like, that screen. So, like, if everyone is working in concert, they'll see that the ticket is all green and then it needs to go. Uh, so, uh, what Sean's saying, he has KDS screens yes. at his restaurant because he's fancy. Fancy, Unlike fancy. my prior restaurant Fancy. which did not we had tickets and we had to yell for runners as I mean, we slide over the ticket yeah every once in a while i have to call for runners or get some of the servers to just run their stuff because it's so busy that mm-hmm. like literally they're like well, we've never seen the runners and i'm like they're all they're doing is making laps i'm watching them take the food out but yeah that is true yeah but it's a little different it's because it's like yeah and and the distance that the servers have to go or the runners have to go is slightly lower because mm-hmm. the restaurant is uh, my restaurant is slower well not slower but it's smaller smaller in footprint yeah in footprint like, so like they're, like they're going you know to go from one side of the restaurant to the other is a shorter trip mm-hmm. the previous restaurant where we both worked it's it's a bigger it's a bigger facility yeah. um but hopefully that that makes sense on how to cook mussels and garlic i actually i do mm-hmm. have a video i just need to find it that way we can see how it's done uh, because uh, I'm pretty sure you guys will have questions. But this is a good thing. I want you to try it out. Uh, if you have any questions, again, like I said, message Sean on Twitter me up. right there. Me up. Um, if you want to see the actual footage, I'm going to link it on the Chef Salty Pork podcast on YouTube. Make sure you mm-hmm. subscribe to us. Uh, but more importantly, as Chef Salty at gmail.com. Now, I'll, like I mentioned before, I will have... Uh, on the show notes, the actual recipe underneath, so you can follow along on how sure. I explained it. It's a little, it's a little quick. Uh, I I explained that quickly. Um, a little, was it was the word? How do you say? How do you say speedily? What's another adjective, Sean? What's a synonym? Uh, uh, speedily. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It was Fast. like a brief. It was a brief description. I guess brief. Is that yeah. Um. You're an asshole for going that quick. Um, <laughs> what's another one? Yeah, 
I think with everything, sometimes, you know, if you're doing so many, something so many times, you can kind of look past uh, some of the more not like novice questions. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not for for not knowing. It's just you you you're already doing it intuitively. Yeah. So yeah, if you have any questions or something that you need that needs some more explanation, just hit us up. Yep, hit us up. It's a like, it's a how dish. How many times do you think you've made that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is true. But we, seriously, we've made it thousands. Like five thousand times, ten thousand times. Yeah, easily, 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 easily. right? And then we're trying to explain it to somebody who's maybe done it one or two times. Right. So. It, it's, it's I, would have, I would have even forgot to tell them to change the temperature of the heat because it's just something I innately do. Mm-hmm. It's innate. We it's muscle yeah. memory to us, but right. to to everybody else is slightly different. And the way we function in restaurants, just briefly as we kind of go on about it, everything is prepped in front of us. That's what we call mise en place. That's why we can pump this out in two to three minutes. Right. At home, this is probably a twenty, like a fifteen to twenty-five minute project. To complete because there's a lot of things that you have to prep beforehand and then you cook it. Uh, but at the restaurant, since everything is already done beforehand, we just put the things together, cook it to its completion and sell it into the window. So like I mentioned, I guess that uh, make sure you subscribe to us right there, Chef Salty Pork Podcast uh, on YouTube so you can find the video format first. Um, otherwise, you have to wait for the audio stuff. So let me bring it into the main screen really quickly. Right here on Patreon.com, all the good stuff, all the extra bits you can see, um, all the the prior episodes and all that. Actually, I do have a photo, or rather the video of the the muscles on it. I'm pretty sure I do. Pretty sure I do. Um, On Chef Salty Pork Podcast, uh, you can listen to us everywhere on Apple, on Spotify, everywhere you're... uh, your uh, media is we are there you can find all the good stuff however launchpad dm comes out first so that comes out um today on tuesdays pretty much everywhere else on wednesday video format also on the same time all together however that's all we got today Uh, like i said Nothing too crazy let us know what you uh what recipes you kind of want us to tackle right yeah tell us what, what how else you would prepare your muscles I'm curious. Mm-hmm. There's, there's another popular one curve. where you do pasta with mussels. Mm. You know, okay. like the, the Italians do. But that's another thing altogether. Uh, another, uh, just a quick shout out. Um, if you haven't already, uh, a cool channel on YouTube is Binging with Babish. He's oh, not a chef. Yeah. But he knows how to do the things. And he does... Um, a pretty good explanation on how to do some of the recipes. So I think at one point, Sean, I'm going to shoot an episode like that um, where I'll take this into the kitchen and then you tell me how to cook it live. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, Sean, you you have to tell uh, me what to do like right now. I think that'd be kitchen nightmares. Is that what it is you said? Oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to say my kitchen management skills on display. (laughs) Oh boy! And then I'll, I'll make sure fire. I have uh, I'll make sure I have two pieces of uh, bread so I can put it next to my ears, so nice. you can you can say uh, okay, what sandwich. are you an idiot sandwich? I know. <laughs> Shout out to Ramsey, I love you. Shout out to Ramsey, man. Okay, uh, that's all we got. Uh, that's what we got. Tune us in every Tuesday and Thursday. Coming right. to 2020 strong. And then now, peace out, everybody.